0: Well, thank you. My name is Jesper. I'm head of design and co-founder at Spiri. Spiri. At Spiri, we believe that we've uh, actually designed a, a, a transportational service that can solve pretty much most of the big issues within, well, when transporting yourself around uh, in the city. And I have so many things to show you that I think we should just start. And uh, let's start with the problem. There are many problems. The most obvious one, of course, being CO2, CO2 m- emission. 25% of all uh, global carbon emission is actually from cars. That's scary. We have so many cars on the street, streets, there will be more in the future. We know this. So the next problem is, of course, congestion. Uh, I mean, it's uh, just way too many cars on the streets, this cannot continue we need to do something when the the cars then arrive in the city we need to park them and uh, where do we park them also a huge issue and uh, actually and this is a crazy fact 95% of our cars they stand well all our cars they stand still 95% f- of the time 95% of the time i used to work at bmw as a designer and when we uh, when we sat down and designed, we had this mantra saying we need to make beautiful cars, good-looking cars, and uh, obviously functional cars. Also when standing still. No wonder. 95%. Imagine that. Then we have the other, other problem, which is, of course, uh, uh, waste. We will continue to have more and more cars, we can build more and more lanes, but that doesn't solve anything. Not even the problems I've just uh, talked to you about. Also, car ownership, huge issue. It it costs way too much to both buy a car, but also to actually maintain it. Um, So, um, yeah, it speaks for itself. Two trillion Americans a year, Americans spend on car ownership, buying and, um, and maintaining it, more than they spend on food. Unbelievable. Another waste is uh, this 1.45 uh, persons uh, in each vehicle. And that's an average, but uh, and I will I dare you that when you uh, go into uh, uh, traffic in, uh, in in Copenhagen, for instance, which I do every day, I'm pretty sure that this number is lower. We need to have more passengers. Okay, and then uh, yes. Public transportation—it's just not good enough. Uh, because if it was, I wouldn't be taking my car from north of, uh, of Zealand to Copenhagen every day. But I don't, and the reason why I don't do that is because it's not good enough. And actually, I have a—I have a funny story. Um, um, I went to the opera uh, last week because we were to present a, um, um, our our concept, and. Um, I tell you it was crazy i was that was that was um huge queues. so I had to i got this great idea let's go and take the 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 train. I went to the train packed and it went at best ten kilometers an hour. I was so stressed so at osterport, I actually left the train and walked all the way to the opera that's a very long trip, and I was one and a half hours late, so uh, the rehearsal was just skipped all altogether because uh that was uh, uh, yeah nothing to do. <laughs> so not good enough. Then the we have some uh, we have some alternatives out there, um, but they still don't so they still don't solve the larger pains. If you look at this, we have uh, two driving factors within transportation: one being price, the other one is convenience. If we look at uh, public transportation, very cheap, but obviously convenience factor, as we call it, is very low. You have to stand at the s- train station and stand and wait and, and wait for the train to arrive and so on. Then we, ha- we have the autonomous vehicles up there in the corner. That's the future. That's the, I be, that, that, that's the best we can, we can t- achieve, basically. And that's because it's very cheap to run, uh, because there is no professional driver. That's one thing. The other one is that it's very convenient because it is pretty much door-to-door delivery, as we call it. Uh, Uber, uh, and Uber and ta- the taxis in general, they are also um, uh, very high on convenience, door-to-door delivery. On the other hand, they're not, uh, they are fairly expensive. So what's the future? The end game. Well, there's no doubt that autonomous driving within transportation is the future. And uh, we, just, we just don't know when, it, but it's going to happen. So what are the advantages? Well, we have no parked cars in the city. We, um, um, as soon as uh, you drop off, drop off a passenger, you, it goes and pick up another one, or it goes outside the city and park, or it goes and charge. And that leaves you with the next one. No range anxiety. It will know when to when to uh, charge. Extremely low cost in terms of transport. No professional driver means very low rides for you guys and me. And then we have this, um, uh, it's safer to drive as well because computers don't have feelings and uh, they don't don't get angry in traffic and so on and they can almost predict the future, so it's a safer uh, trip as well. Recent OECD studies and research show that if everyone in all big uh, European cities, if everyone takes some kind of autonomous transportational service, then we can actually there will be 90% less cars in the city. Imagine that. I mean, I- it's just the whole infrastructure of of bigger cities will just change dramatically. Okay, our solution. Well, our solution is a hybrid one actually, and it uh, combines car sharing uh, and carpooling. It make but on demand, so you can get it when you need it, you can, you can ring it, basically. And uh, the reason why we can make it so cheap is because we take out the professional driver. Like with the autonomous vehicle, that is cheap to run, this is cheap to run as well, because we take out the professional driver. The first customer is actually the driver. And then we uh, use technology to match people up going in, this, uh, in the same way as the driver. And we call it people driving people, which I think is a nice little sentence. Uh, I mean, bringing in some kind of social thing about this, uh, transporting yourself from from A to B. Okay. Um, as a driver, you drive for free. You're rewarded pretty much because you, uh, uh, you go the, the, the extra mile and actually go and pick someone up. As a passenger, you pay public transportation rates, that means the price of a bus ticket. Uh, and the, uh, the, uh, the system is based uh, on both the driver and the, uh, and, and the passenger contributing equally to make transportation convenient and affordable. So everyone is actually, it is a, s- a social thing this. It can only happen if we have a driver and a passenger. That's how the service service works. That was one step too. That was a bit too quickly. Okay. Anyway, we made a prototype, and um, that prototype, uh, I would like to just show you um, a a little movie showing it in action, and that was also explaining what it is uh, that the service does. Making this prototype is the reason why, also the reason why we can make uh, make it so cheap, because it's purpose built for this purpose only. I will talk to you about this uh, later but uh, let's just watch the video. We believe that transport around the city should be better than what public transportation and taxis offer. With SPERI, just tap a button to carpool in an electric vehicle custom built for urban transport. Drive the SPERI for free and share it with passengers who are going in the same direction or be a passenger at the price of a bus ticket. Speery is about the people. It's a community that together makes moving around your city incredibly affordable. It's safe, convenient, and incredibly low cost. Get early access. Request an invite on Spiri.io. So, there you have it. That's the Spiri. And um, we built this vehicle from scratch. And. Um, It is a car built for ride-sharing. It's not a vehicle uh, that you own. It's something that we share together. It's something that we believe um, uh, will be the future of transportation. And because of that, the whole aesthetics of the vehicle, the exterior design, which is pretty much what I'm doing, uh, it is what I'm doing, uh, (laughs) uh, should represent as well. And um, here you have it. This is the prototype and uh, when you think of it, really what you should be doing when you create, we want to create a small vehicle uh, with a lot of room and a very simple uh, um, uh, vehicle. So what we really should be doing is making a square. That's the roomiest shape you can get, basically. But we used the prototype to have a bit of fun in the design department and actually gave it some, well, let's call it sleekness. Um, the prototype is a lab on wheels. Uh, it gives us, us the opportunity to test out everything from drivetrain, battery, uh, wheel layout and design. And uh, this is what I really love the way about the way we work uh, at Sperry. The fact that we test out things. Well, I mean, it's not the first time that a, a, a car manufacturer or whatever has made a prototype to make sure that it's running and it doesn't break down. But the fact that we show it to you guys and we show it in the opera, we show it to people uh, potential customers, we show it to uh, people well, carpooling car sharing ta- taxi companies, and so on, and get feedback that 's new and that 's what I love about it because this is by far not the final product this is this is work in progress, and that 's what I really, really like because we can get we have gotten so much input, and I think it 's safe to say that this vehicle will not look like this um, um, in the future. You might uh, notice that it's covered up and um, there's a reason for that because there is this kind of philosophy, design philosophy behind it. And um, I believe that um, it's, um, it will change a lot. But I do think that what we're trying to design, and you're all designers so you know this, we are trying to design for everyone. That's the worst brief a designer can get. Design for everyone. I mean, crazy. But nevertheless, that's exactly what we're doing. And my thesis about this is that if you want to design for everyone and you come out with a very well radical uh, car sharing but also a radical vehicle, then uh, you really need to make it simple the design because everything else is radical and also i b- i strongly believe that if you make s- very nice uh, clean surfaces people can easily easier understand it if you start to make complicated shapes and stuff then you go in one direction and some people will like it some will hate it i'm trying to make it clean in order to um, in order to um, uh, make his make this something that you remember and you understand and if people remember it remembers it, perhaps they will remember it as the future of, a, a ca- an icon of the future of future transportation. That's at least the goal you need to aim high, right? Okay. So, we test, uh, obviously we test the battery uh, and, and we need to do a lot of testing on that uh, and range and, uh, and, and so forth. But what we're also very proud of proud of is, is this purpose-built vehicle that we're doing. All of the cars, they have 3,000 components. We have 700. And the thing is, it's purpose-built. That means that we are not going... I mean, an, an, uh, a car uh, is, is built for so many different purposes, amongst the others going 200 kilometers in that direction, or whatever. That means our vehicle is built for a 15 to 20 minutes ride, then you get out. That's it. So no comfy seats, not a big air conditioning, no electric uh, uh, windows, and so on. It's the whole idea behind it is like the design philosophy. Design philosophy: keep it simple. Then there's another thing. We are um, we are actually I'm 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 in charge of the ergonomics as well, and this is uh, this is something that we've done a lot of testing uh, because uh, the the well, you remember this guy, uh, the, the driver, right? He only has—he's—he's um, he's get his detour if he is to go. He is going from A to B. That takes ten minutes. It should only take ten percent extra for him to pick up a passenger. So that means that the sequence of stepping in and out of the vehicle is crucial for our uh, for our service to work smoothly. So we've, uh, we've done a lot of research on how other cars are doing this—these uh, uh, entrance, rear entrance uh, to the back seats—and to be honest, they're horrible. It's—it's—it's it's, it's amazing that a Mercedes E-Class, which is the typical uh, vehicle to, to, to be taxiing in Copenhagen, uh, it—it's just not. I mean, I'm just going to do a bit of a—I don't know—method acting or whatever. You open the door, and then you realise the door is just very, very small. That's the first thing. The next thing is that there's not uh, enough room to get in because the rear wheel is in the way, so it's actually blocking the, uh, the the door apertures. Then you have to step over this step, get in, and once you get down, oof, you're going, you're sitting really, really low. It's just not, uh, it's j- I mean, but we have the opportunity to do something new. So that's what we've done. So. First of all, we made the door apertures, the, the the door openings, bigger, higher, wider. We've moved the rear wheel backwards, so there's much more room to get in. We don't have a step. We made it flat. And also, you sit higher. So even for, for older people, it's easy to get in and out. It's just important we're trying to design for, for everyone. And, that m- and we know this. It actually makes the whole uh, sequence of getting in and out much quicker, and the last thing is we don't have a luggage compartment because we have more legroom than a Mercedes e- uh, S-Class limousine, and we know this because we've actually measured it. And that means that you can take your bag along with you in the vehicle, get quickly in, quickly out. That's the whole idea. Then, of course, we use uh, ultra lightweight uh, composites to build the the actual uh, vehicle, as this uh, this thing of uh, uh, we want to keep it light, but we also want to have it safe. Uh, that is a safe vehicle. These two things don't get along very well, but with new high-tech uh, technology, we can actually get low weight and very strong and safe vehicle. That's extremely important to us, that you are safe, of course. Then I'm going to let you in on a, on a little secret, uh, actually, because a lot of people ask, uh, ask me, okay, what about this three-wheeled layout? And uh, actually it's not free it is four wheeled the two front wheels just sit very close together um, but the idea is actually a, a legal one because we thought that we would have advantages in different countries in some some uh, some countries we'd have an advantage it being free and in some countries we'd have an advantage it uh, being four wheeled so uh, legally as long as it's le- th- these two wheels sits four hundred and twenty mil. Uh, together it's a free wheeler if you put a spacer in and it's 461 it's considered a four wheeler and it just so it and, and, and and to be honest i mean uh, this is not the final wheel layout it's not going to happen but i mean it just c- it comes to show the way we work that we try and we push and we push 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 in order to get the p- best product out there we know this is not the final one we know that we will learn so much on the way and that's why we're constantly pushing Okay. I think uh I think it's not working. <laughs> it's 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 um loading. That's something from the 80s. It's loading. Okay, anyway, I don't have much more to say anyway. So, uh I think we just continue without it. Uh but anyway, uh the the idea is that we I mean we don't own cars in the future. That we know this. It might not be me, but perha- or you, but perhaps uh, when your kids grow up, they will not own a vehicle, a car at least. They will use a service like this, and we will launch sometime in 2017. And uh, you can go to Spirit.io and um, and sign up. So if your city is chosen, then you actually get to uh, to try out our service in uh, uh, in 2017. I'm just gonna tell you that it is connected, <laughs> the vehicle, and it, be it being connected to the cloud means that it's actually for your and our safety, because we always know where the c- where the vehicle is, we know who's in it, we know if it's taking a detour, we can ask the, the driver to go back on route, and uh, uh, we can actually shut down the vehicle if we want that as well. So it's kind of this safety thing, and also we know if it's running out of, of, of um, of uh, electricity and so on. So that was a bit the other way around, and it's still not working. But uh, anyway, go in on Spirit.io and uh, sign up, and uh, let's change the future, right?